Inspired Training Solutions presents Business Gems. Welcome to your entrepreneurial space where you will receive sound business advice and tips from budding and thriving entrepreneurs. Listen up now as this gem may be your gem for success. Business Gems. Hey, 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 welcome, 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 good morning, good evening, good night, good day, wherever you are in the world, welcome to another in our Business Jam series. My name is Damian McLean, your host, uh, Inspire Training Solutions, your company for your training and business development resources. Yes, so we are here with you this week again producing another business gems and we hope you find a gem for success. This week is an equally packed week. I know you all have been looking forward to this week because this week is the part two of the interview with Miss Mikhail Graham. Yes, the young lady who has been challenged with a disability from her teenage years and who have lived with it throughout her life and is now establishing her own business and making something of our lives. So if you missed last week's episode, you will have to listen up to last week's episode, which was part one, so that you can be fully informed with this week's episode and you can easily catch on. Very exciting stuff. Yes, so as usual, you have to reach out to our sponsors Sponsors of the First Steps in Entrepreneurship Program for Persons with Disabilities. And of course, we have to reach out to our producer, White Cane Studios, who every week make sure that the show is a success. And of course, we must tell you where to find Inspired Training Solutions. You can now like, comment, and share on our social media platforms. Visit us on Facebook at Inspired Training Solutions Jamaica. Send your suggestion and feedback via email to Y-O-U-R-S-P-A-C-E dot I-T-S at gmail.com. Hit, hit us up on Instagram at I-T-S dot B-I-Z-J-A. Also, listen and subscribe to our weekly podcast at anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you have high-quality audio editing jobs that you want to be done? Yeah, baby! Then, then you have come to the right place. White Cane Studios offer a wide range of audio services. We do jingles adverts, podcasts, or just about anything audio. But we don't stop there. We also do mixtapes, playout at parties, and other events. You can call or WhatsApp Damien Rose at 876-447-6803. That's 876-447-6803. Or email him at djkmad at gmail.com White Cane Studios where high quality matters. So special thanks and special big ups to Comprehensive Eye Care, Comprehensive Supplies, I May May, Chance Concepts, the Yay, that's the Young Entrepreneurs Association of Jamaica, Events by JAR, and of course, Transformational Life Solutions. So we now pick up now with Mikhail who will finish her journey and tell us the tips based on her experience and will also share what does the whole First Steps in Entrepreneurship program mean to us. So here goes Mikhail carrying us on her journey. Business so when I decided, no, I want clothes, I'm trying to get to the visa. Damien is the most, I have to come down five little steps at my home, walk around the back. 
I'm going to tell you something, man. The pain I used to come down the street because back then, I don't know how I met this, but I walk and I grab and hold on to things and I lean up and I breathe down. Of course, I have to keep my sexy and my glam on, you know. I so know. when I'm doing all these things, I have to still look hot. Yes. <laughs> doing it hotly. Yes, man. And I have to feel the pain in a hot fashion. Yeah. <laughs> so I take my first <laughs> to the vehicle. Oh God, tears on my heart. And I said, Lord have mercy, what am I going to do? My doctor said to me, the last thing he said before I come, I need my cane. So now I look for the doctor like that. Sir. You know me, that shouldn't take you in the long term. When you're going to talk about, I need cane for support. Is that this man I'm at? Anyway, I called little me pharmacy before I even make the trick or the hobble outside because at this point, when I get to his building, I have to park my car either right at the office door and I know I cannot manage that walk from the car. And wait, like, wait, you certainly can't drive into his office. You scared him. So <laughs> you know it. So I said to myself, I'm gonna have to stop and get a cane. So picture this. I call New Little New Drug and Pharmacy before I leave or even put on told you know. So it was like a one or a two hour before the man is supposed to see me and I let him know what the deal is. So by the time now I made it on grace and mercy to the car, I breathe down and I take like five minutes to cool down because my joint is inflamed and everything, you know. So I am feeling a fever all over because of my knee. Mm -hmm. So I'm not feeling a fever in my knee, I'm feeling it all over my body. Right. Because the inflammation is so bad and my knee is in such bad condition because I've been doing too much and I don't realize it. Anyways, I finally get to New Ligon Pharmacy. And I don't even park in parking spots in the And I said to myself, people don't understand the word emergency and urgent. I do. I park the vehicle because there's a little walkway that gets into New Zealand. I put the majority of the vehicle in the walkway and take up the phone and call them immediately. So the gentleman said that I still have to come in. Again, to me, that was cruel, but it served its purpose. He told me I still have to come in to test the game. So I said, well, all right, I will do my best. So that is why I parked the vehicle exactly where I did. Mm -hmm. Came out and hobbled. By the time I got to the door, they realized I was in full disability and pain mode. So somebody assisted me to sit to where I needed to. And I saw the cane. And when I got it, I was in heaven then. And let me tell you, hobbling out of that door with that little cane, I was, trust me, the relief was monumental. Because I wasn't putting, putting the burden on my knees. Right. But anyways, fast forward to and I push traffic and get to my doctor. As I tell you, the journey is not one that is easy, but I work through it. When I get to his office now, I'm treated as an emergency case. So everybody else who's there had to wait because of what was going on. So he took me into the office immediately and he assessed the joints and then let me know, look, are you feeling pain in the next leg? I said, yes, I am, but not as extreme as the right leg. He said, okay, fine. Um, he ended up giving me an injection of steroids, like two doses, I think it was. So I'm sitting there and he puts one needle in my knee, then he changes the top of that needle and puts another um, cartridge in and gives me another injection. And I said to him, I am giving you sick leave for it. He said, what? He said, look at my doctor, when can I go back to work? He said, as far as I'm concerned, he said, no more steps for you. He said, doctor, you're mad. Never care to say, so when buy no more steps for me? I have so <laughs> many things where it's responsibility. I said, this man going crazy. Only to realize that I am putting the things before me that are not important. Yes. My health is far more important than any bill. Mm -hmm. Because when the bill can go, my health is what keeps me for the rest of my life if I treat it well. Exactly. Anyways, the doctor told me what he did and I did a part of what he said. I tell them I cannot come into office physically until X location. Gratefully enough, I got a break. And I was back at work. But I was back at work with the assistance of a cane, which I still have to today. And I cannot leave because of the issue with the support and the knee and the damage. Because I've really just rubbed on my joints. And it is not, I wouldn't say it is a fault of mine, but at the end of the day, he said to me, it is inevitable because wear and tear happens. And with what, with your situation with the bowling, that wear and tear. It's bound to happen, but it happened at an accident.
accelerated rate because, of course, I'm doing a lot. I'm climbing steps. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And then my class to lose. So I climb steps in them. I have to go to the supermarket. And, of course, I walk up and down the supermarket. I'm not going to sit down and wait for my groceries to come to me. So the journey there is key because that would have been five years or so ago. So about 2015, I would have had that flare-up and that issue. Fast forward to now, I do things very differently. And it's because I now understand fully. So in terms of wear and tear, at home where I live in Manchester Bay, I have steps. So I climb those steps. I tell my mother, look, we're not going on the road, let's say, two, three times per day. I climb the steps one time to go down and one time to come up. I put myself on a routine. Oh, so now you manage it. Yes. So you hear them talk about something called pain management. That is critical. If I know what my my issues will be or what causes a flare-up, then I have to work to mitigate flare-ups or flares. I have to ensure that I don't do too much. So right now, I'm not supposed to be climbing any steps at all. But where I live, there are steps. So that is something I cannot forego right now. So I am sure if I have to go down the steps, once a day and once a day. Because if I do otherwise, I may have a flare-up or a joint issue. And I can tell you, with the change in weather, a joint issue plus feeling cold and all that is not so it's not good. It's not nowhere near fun. So over time, then, and I've learned to manage. And I can tell you where I am now as a person in terms of disability and acceptance. Um, I have accepted it, which I'm sure I've done quite a few years. But I have learned to deal with it in a different way, in a way that necessitates me still being independent. Because a lot of people tend to forget. Living with a disability doesn't make you disabled. So I manage very many projects. I manage many things. So if I need to go to the supermarket, for example, that's the COVID. We're all not walking up and down in close proximity of each other. Right. But before COVID, what I do when I go to the supermarket, though I cannot walk out all the aisles and stand up in the line and so on and so forth, I call them and I let them know, look, I live with a disability and I need a particular assistance. I have my list. I have my cash. So I'm always ready. Yes. So you remember the story I told you about my mother and the medication as a child? Yes. I have to pull on that experience now to always be ready. So if I have to go on the road, go to the supermarket, whatever it is, gas has to be in the car. The car has to have license, fitness, insurance, everything up. And I have to have my list. So I know what I want in whatever quantity I want down to the very brand I want. And if I'm not sure, I either Google it or I call the supermarket to ask them what do they have in supply. Beautiful. So when I have my list, it comes. Right, it comes down to the very quantity and the price. So I remember I'm working on a tight budget. So it's it's about organizing, it's about managing managing this this whole new life, living with the disability. That's that's a typical example of living with the disability because you are able to manage it. But I want I want to take you one step back. Isn't it considered cute to have bow legs? Cute? Of course. It's beyond cute, it's sexy. It is the instant and visual aphrodisiac, I can tell you. And I tell you, over the years, during the time when I wasn't using the cane, and even while I'm using the cane, what I've come to find out, I can't say Jamaican people play hypocrites. I cannot. But what I can say, is a Jamaican man, when a Jamaican man means to lyrics you, let me tell you, you know, lyrics you down to your children. And I can tell you, having bowling, I have heard some things in my life, you know. <laughs> I have heard some stories. I have heard some lines. One man had said to me at one point that when he looks at me, I make the sunrise and the moon come up at the same time. I thought, but Lord of mercy. Hmm? I look at mm. him and said, all right, sir. You make the sun and the moon come up same time. Same time. What? And one man, I remember I went to a gas station to purchase gas. And the security guard, I wanted something, so I purchased the gas, and I, I either had a query, a question, something, and I needed to call him over. So I called him over. I beckoned to him first, and I called him over, and he came. And when the man came, I was speaking to him, and I asked him a question, and the man would not answer. I said, sir, um, I'm asking you so-and-so. I had to touch him. I said, sir, 
I'm sorry, I'm sorry, your face distracted me. Mikael, you, 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 you want to turn my program into something else. You. Tell you, it, so, yes, it is considered sexy, but I can tell you there are other things too that make a person attractive and that make a person really just entertaining and engaging. And I have found out in life in very different and varied ways what are the things that make you attractive. So, yes, you are indeed correct. It is cute. <laughs> yes, I, I've, I've heard that. And it's just that this coming across in a different context, I really dis decided to ask because normally here, bowleg cute, bowleg nice, and men like to see it, and women show it off. But you are now, as a result of having it, now exposing yeah. something else that came along with yours that I'm sure is an eye-opener to others. So, exactly, but you see, Damien, what's, what's important, you know, um, my case is not the average everyday case. Exactly. Which is what I always, right, I try to always emphasize for people. Um, usually bullets turn up in children, babies, and then when they get a little older, you'll still see it in adults. But remember, well, I didn't say it to you, but let me advise you. When I was a child, anywhere between 2 and probably 10, 11, 12, no bullets. I had not mean Oh. Are you with me? I had not me. So I tell people a joke all the time, you know. I have lived the best of both lives. I have lived the knuckly life, and I have lived the bow-leg life. So when I did, I will be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot come back and say I didn't want to have not me. I did have it. And then I had bow legs. So um, the key thing to remember, it's not the average everyday thing. And though it isn't, I would never deter people. I tell people, oh, if you have a child with bowling, you know, this is going to happen. No. I, as I told you, I was heavy set. So then doctors would have said to my mother that it's genetic, it being the bowling, it's genetic. But then with my case, it's an extreme that happens, much like with other people. Because there are persons who are not heavy set who have had my extreme case. And there are also persons who are heavy set again who have had my case. It's just one of those one-in-a-lifetime one happenings, I guess, if you will. It, I, I it's guess not something I could have helped. I guess it's a part of what makes you special, too. Exactly. So, when people talk about bullets, I've never encouraged them to think of it in the light of my situation and the pain and all the issues that come along with it. Because at the end of the day, not every situation is the same. And remember, as I tell you, mine is a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence because I don't know that you will find anybody else in the world who has lived with not means and bow legs all in one lifetime. I don't know that. Well... Maybe? But I don't know of it. You don't know of it. At least not yet. Maybe after this program, you exactly. never can tell. <laughs> you just never know. Maybe. So, talk yeah, to us now about... How did you get in contact or how did you hear about the first steps in entrepreneurship program for persons with disabilities? Right. So, I did tell you guys that um, I uh, had to register to become a member of the JCPD or the Jamaica Council for Persons with Disabilities. So, I had my little sticker. So, once doing that, I remember, you know, this is an able person who's going to register to become disabled or to be identified, sorry, as living with a disability. Right. Correct. So I had to get in touch with any and everyone at JCPD. So for me now, I am meeting persons who are blind, persons who are deaf. And one particular person I met was Dr. Christine Hendricks. And when I met her, I looked at her and said, but wait, this is a lady I sat down in an office with and I had quite a few discussions with. And I said, but wait, you don't look disabled. <laughs> what is that is your disability? And we spoke candidly and, you know, the relationship flourished. So, after some time now, I started writing an article or contributing to a column, which I had to go back to doing very shortly. For the gain of, it's right. about disability and so on. So, I had to live with her. So, we've built up sort of like a connection. Yes. So, one day, I, of course, she has known for a very long time that I have always been on an entrepreneurial journey. Remember that job I was telling you about with the sex? Yes. I eventually resigned from that position. When I resigned, I said to myself, well, Bill Gates has an IT company and he has done so many things. 
the owner Mark Zuckerberg for Facebook dropped out of college and he made it and Oprah made it after abuse so guess what you can make it after this job what are your skills and I sit down and I drill down and while I was working with that company I stepped into the world of writing so I did a little editing on the side a little proofreading giving some colleagues a little assistance and I say you know you love this thing so much and you do it well pursue it reach out to different people talk to different people see how you can sell yourself see how you can market yourself and I did so while doing this of course I'm still doing my contributing thing for you know persons with disabilities and still living with Dr. Hendricks so on that situation there and then I said to myself you know after things got really rough I went home to my sister there and I said yeah so all this time I'm keeping Dr. Hendricks a foot of happening to me so I'm telling her that you know I am doing consulting I'm doing this little thing and I hope to open a business at X time so I'm telling her my little goals and my milestones that I want to reach right so one day I'm here and I got a message from her and it was a message about the first steps in entrepreneurship program and I was like, wow, this looks like it, it is right up my alley because um, since 2017 or so, I have been really working on this journey to establish myself as a name, but I haven't registered the company yet. So I think that this link that Dr. Hendrick sent me can really help me make that impact I need to make and put me on the footing I need to be on. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take up this link and I that was when I reached out to you and you remember the conversation I said oh hello Mr. Mikey so and so I'm calling because I got this link and I want to be a part of the program and I hope the registration hasn't closed yet and and the conversation went on and you did your checks and you did what and Mr. McLean told you to hold on and you had anxious moments and yes nail-biting moments and I sit down and I just say, Lord, I wonder if I'm going to call me back. Lord, I wonder if when I get into the program, the people that might think I am this or that. I wonder, and you know, all the insecurities come to the fore. So, I mean, I just want to take a quick second to tell people out there who are not just thinking of opening a business, but persons who are thinking of making that first step towards any dream, whether it's to own a home or whatever it is, be encouraged and don't worry. The insecurities and the fears will come, but the same way they come, allow them to go right back through the door. So that was how I reached out to you guys. And I can tell you honestly, your program has exceeded my expectations, really. And it's really, it's made a marked impact. So as I tell you now, I started the program by telling you about education, right? Remember? Yes. And about being educated. So being educated, you know, I am finding myself not just in a situation with persons who may not have had university degree and so on, but along my journey, I have found myself socializing and doing business with persons who have not had a diploma, a degree, a master's, a doctorate. And I just want to say this as a disclaimer to everybody out there who's listening. Please, for the love of God, do not think that because people do not have degrees or have qualifications that they don't have worthy things to contribute. Because those of us who have degree, let me tell you something, Damien. I never forget the day I heard Eric Thomas, and I think Les Brown it was, sorry, said that he knows of people who have doctorate on the road begging. Never forget it. A doctorate the person has and they are begging because they cannot convert that doctorate into income. It takes a very brilliant mind. It takes an ingenious mind. It takes an entrepreneurial mindset to be able to convert book education to money, to be able to convert life experiences to money. So I, I really, I want to encourage people out there, if you don't have the book knowledge, don't beat yourself up, don't kill yourself. Sit down and apply yourself. Think of what it is you want to do to make money or what you want to put money in your pocket. Legal thing. <laughs> legal. Think of the legal ways. You want your pocket to get the money and go after it and surround yourself with the people because as I said, this course that I'm on, the entrepreneurial, the first step in entrepreneurship program, it is one of those things that has been able to center me, to grow me and to expose me. So I have the book knowledge, you know, but the exposure I received through this course, really, I tell you, it has made a mark. It has made a very indelible mark. I, my expectations were blown out of the water when I am socializing with people who 
are in certain fields, people who are giving us the knowledge, giving us the exposure, and giving us what we need to succeed and what we need to help build out our brands and businesses. So all in all, I would say it has been a very good journey so far and has helped me to apply myself in ways I didn't know I would. Uh, so tell us now about, as I said in the, in the introductions, not one, but mm-hmm. two businesses, the Writing Lab and MG Motivations. Tell us about them both. So, so for the Writing Lab now, as I told you, when I left that job with the set, I decided to apply myself further to see how it is. I can make some money using the skills I have and the skills I've been using before. And over the years, I have realized through research and through just really buck up, if you will, that there are many people out there writing copies or writing documents that are not properly proofread, that are not properly edited. And if they are, quote-unquote, properly edited and proofread, when you go through it now as a consultant, freelancer, or even as a layman, the errors you find and the, the sentence structure issues and the issues with transition and the fact-checking issues that you find in these documents are really just mind-blowing. And it is not to say that people are inefficient and incapable. It is to say that they could do with my help. So I said to myself, because I know the industry is there and I know they can be with my support and my help, I want to do so by establishing a business that really just speaks to what it is that I intend to offer to the market. So that was how the concept and the idea for the Writing Lab came about. So for the Writing Lab, we offer services that include writing, editing, proofreading, and also we do social media content generation and social media management. We also are going to be offering services like PR services in the future, but one key service that I want to have offered, hopefully before the year ends, is Biography. I want to be able to offer biography writing services where persons are able to tell their story the same way I have told mine. And it's not going to be limited to media because not because it's written means that that's the only form it should take. So my company aims to offer storytelling in written form as well as in non-written form. Beautiful. So writing Beautiful. And before you tell us about uh, MG Motivations, where can we find you in social media as it relates to the writing lab? So you can find me on Instagram, and it's going to be at 876writinglab, and that's on Instagram. You can also find me personally on LinkedIn, so my name is Mikhail Graham, so you can look me up, M-I-C-K-A-E-L-G-R-A-H-A-M. And once you reach out to me, I can definitely give you a breakdown of our services. We are setting up the website soon, in short order, so you'll soon be able to reach me at the Writing Lab domain. So that's something we're working on as well. And give us a contact number for the Writing Lab. Oh, sure. You can also reach me at two numbers, of course. Um, I try to be corrective, you know. We have two providers. I try to be really mobile, mobile and technically correct. So my first number is 876-350-2804. And then the second number is 876-546-3084. Beautiful. So, so go again? Or? Yes, go again. Go again. Okay. So for those listeners who didn't quite get on the first time, there's a second time around. So you can reach me at 876 876- Three five zero two eight zero four, and the second number, which is the line number, is eight seven six five four six three zero eight four. All right, beautiful. So now, awesome. Superwoman style, tell us about MG motivations now. All right. So as I told at the very beginning of your program, I can talk my way in an open situation. So. After some severe thought, I said to myself, you know, I know my journey has been a lot. And I didn't know my journey was a lot for me until I sat down and um, really just broke down the journey. Because I am currently 35 years old. And I never would have anticipated in my wildest dreams that at 35, or even at 30, let me not call five years, at 30, I never thought that I would have done so much in my entire life. 
upwards of 30. And as I said to you, I've had a very good support unit. My family has been really the pinnacle of support for me. Mother, brother, father, aunties, uncles, current nieces, nephews, etc. They have just really been that support for me that I needed to just really do the things that I have done. And I said to myself, you know, telling the story is one thing. I can always write a book to tell my story. But more than anything else, I remember I had spoken to a friend years ago. One of well, my best friend in England. She's always had some issues, as we all do. And I've always been able to help. And even my family, I have family members, close family members, of course, who I've just really been able to talk off the ledge, as well as I've been able to talk them onto that ledge. Because, you know, sometimes in life, um, we find ourselves in a spot where we're so comfortable that we don't want to jump off. We don't want to do the things we have to do to make us persons of worth, to give us character, because we're afraid. Because we know that one step is going to put us in a position where the mediocrity is no longer going to be acceptable. We're going to have to do more. So with that knowledge, so you know, persons need to be encouraged to really jump off that ledge because it is in jumping off that ledge that you will actually have character building moments. You will actually become that person of worth. So after that conversation with my best friend and thinking about several conversations before that with family members, I did realize that um, writing that book would not be enough. But writing the book to say, hey, here's my biography, here's my life story, that wouldn't help. So I realized that I need to be a force to help motivate people. And I realized that I've been doing it in small ways along these years by writing those um, contributing greener articles, by talking to people, by even offering myself to have that five, ten minutes. Because even if I go on the road and as I start to go about my daily activities, when I'm in the street, if you will, when somebody sees me and they start a conversation, that conversation turns two minutes into ten minutes or ten minutes into half an hour. And sometimes my entire day is turned upside down because I spent 20 minutes or 30 minutes talking to somebody and encouraging them in that moment. So, I mean, I've had to delay activities, but at the end of the day, I realized that, you know, just writing that book would be enough. Just writing that would serve me, writing the book, but that wouldn't be enough. So I said, why don't I set up a machinery that can help motivate not just myself, my family, and friends, but it can help motivate persons on a larger scale to help give them that encouragement they need. Because, you know, as individuals and humans, you know, we are encouraged by what we see and what we hear. So when we hear of somebody going through something, that's what, you know, we now need to see that person after that happens. Let them tell us the story or tell us several stories for us to feel encouraged and feel motivated. So that was how the idea came to life. And I said, well, this is something I think I need to do and I'm going to be doing. So I decided I'm going to start a page. So for my birthday in June, I started MG Motivation on Instagram. And I said to myself, well, that's going to be one of the biggest things you ever do because people are now going to have to speak with you. They're now going to have to hear you talk about yourself, hear you talk about your journey, and it's going to be very public. Now, Damien, I am a talker, as I tell you, right? Yes, and, and I'm sure my listeners just... are discovering that now. <laughs> if they haven't, they are discovering it now that I really, I'm a chit-chatter. Right. So... As a child, I used to get in trouble for chatting. <laughs> so if there's one thing, yeah, man, and, and I don't mean chatting people business, just chatting overall. I love, I like learning. And it's through talking, I learn, as well as through written media. But talking is so engaging because you can tell stories in such a fan, fabulous and fantastic way. So it is at that point I said to myself, boy, well, I love to chat so much. I think I might just do it for a living. And then people don't know, as I said, I really am an introvert. So the term is I'm an introverted extrovert. It's no way. <laughs> I love to chat, but I can be shy. And I see people put some things on social media. Let me tell you, man, it, it has my heart erased because I am not very public. Like, my pain, I find it difficult to be very public about them. But that, again, is a journey I'm going on. Yes. So for me, the content I'm putting out there is to encourage and to motivate entrepreneurs. But at the end of the day, I know I have to get myself to the mindset 
to where I'm going to have to be that extroverted extrovert, where I'm going to have to put certain things out there. And I'm trying my best. I don't want to put certain things that are too, you know, personal. But then at the end of the day, I know my readers, my listeners, my supporters, my followers, they have to get to know the real me. So the personal part of it, they're going to have to see. The mobility issues, they're going to have to see. Right? So to be very honest, Damien, my mobility issue, it's been a struggle. And I can tell you, my immediate family, there's none of the issues. But let me tell you, till this day, they have not seen when I'm really down on my face and down and out. It's... The issue happened when I was living away from mom, dad, brother, everybody. So really and truly, they saw the moment where I wasn't able to walk and I stood up for the very first time and every part of me I never knew could have shake, shake, because my muscles were out of it. I had not gotten up for almost a year. I was just in bed, laid up in bed. So it's, as I said to you, it's, an, it's a very intimate thing to have to bring the very personal to the public. But there are ways to do it. And as I said to you, I'm an introverted extrovert who has to learn how to become fully extroverted. Well, even as you motivate others, even as you build others, as you say, Mm -hmm. it's a journey. And and everybody's on a different pathway in their own journey. And even, even as it unfolds, you will learn things along the way that will help you to to help others, to teach others. Mm-hmm. And you're still young, you're still glam, you're still... <laughs> you're brilliant. And it is with, with, with a combination of these that you're going to get it out there, I'm sure. Where, where do we find MG Motivations? So you may find MG Motivation on Instagram as well as on Facebook. And the handle for Instagram is MG, that's M like mother, G like golf. First initials of my name. And underscore motivation 876. So the handle again is at MG underscore motivation 876. And on Facebook, you can just type in MG motivation and I should come up. And tell us, are the contact numbers the same? Yes, they are. Give us them again, please. All right. So you can reach me at 876-350-2804. And the line number is 876-546-3084. And folks, I'm encouraging you to check out both businesses. But I, my personal preference, my personal choice, I guess I've not used the, the writing lab yet. But the videos, folks, by the way, she's very shy. Just a little inside on the course. I have been a little bit pressuring on her in terms of getting those videos together and start putting out videos. She did one before she came to the class and now she's getting more comfortable at putting them out. But you should check out those videos. She's doing very well with them. She has a knack for these things and... Find MG Motivations. Check it out. It's it's really right. fun. And there's one more thing, Damian. I did forget to tell you. I don't know how I could. But I forgot to tell you. We have a YouTube channel. So Yes, man. Tell us about us. it. So you can reach us on YouTube as well. So what I always recommend is that person subscribe to the YouTube channels as well as they hit their notification bell to ensure that they can receive notification notices once I send out new content. So MG Motivation has its own YouTube page. So when you go to YouTube, you type in MG Motivation and my page will come up as well as for the writing that we have or motivational or writing that page as well, which has some motivational content, but it has content geared towards writing and to honing your skill and to building your business. Beautiful, beautiful. Boy, Mikhail, you've really had me listening. You've done all the talking. I've listened. I've learned a few things myself from this interview. I have been able to take away a few gems. And I'm sure my listeners will be doing so even as they listen to this very detailed, very in-depth, very touching, yet very awesome interview. There's one final question we like to ask that we don't tell our guests about. 
But if you listen to the if you listen to the podcasts prior to this, I guess you would have mm-hmm. caught on to it. Tell us this one Jamaican song that when you hear it, it motivates you, it encourages you to go get it, it encourages you to do some work. Tell us and we'll play it for you. <laughs> when I say Jamaican, because I have to stay politically correct, because the very first song that came to mind when you talk a while ago, I don't, I don't even know if your listeners would want to hear this. Coming from someone like me, no, but this is why I tell people all the time, never you judge somebody. <laughs> I have to give it. I have to give it a precursor. Yes. And I have to give you all the disclaimers because I am a lover of music and I I pay credence for that from my mother. She is my mother. Goes to bed. I tell her all the while. She's a noisy person. I tell her, but it's not noise. She she makes a lot of sounds and the music starts from in the morning till when we all go to bed. And I'm always surrounded by music and worthwhile noise, if you will. So watch TV, we listen to music. You very much things in my telephone and tell the songs. I try to set the tone. So, but, um, but I like your term, worthwhile noise. I like that yes, term. Yeah, of course. Because I make a lot of noise, so she's not the only one guilty of it. Then if I enjoy the noise, I have to make noise too. So. <laughs> and it's worthwhile noise. I, I, I like that term. Thank you. So um, one of the songs, because I have many playlists, and I have a playlist for each sentiment or each feeling I want to feel. So if I want to feel motivated, I listen to motivational speakers. But if I want to feel like I can go and get it, um, there are very many songs I listen to. I like upbeat. Um, a particular artist, and I cannot wait for them to release him. Get us <laughs> out of the suspense. Him. Get us out and, of and the suspense. When they hear that long line, you should know. His name is Mr. Adija Palmer. Okay, then. This is what yes. this show is about. The one song, he has one song that I really, I just, I love that song because it encourages every and every entrepreneur out there. It's called Money Maker. Money Maker. Money Maker. Money Weather. Money Weather. You're supposed to write, you'll be money in any time. So the line says, Money Maker, any weather. That's why I said Money Maker. But it's Money Weather by Vibes Cartel. And he says that you make money anytime. So you're a money maker during any weather. I have a video talking, it's, it's about money days. Yes. And it talks about making money weather. It talks about making money during any time of your life. And just listen to it. Give us a good listen. I recommend you listen to it because I'm doing a butterfly sex series where I talk about changes on the butterfly. And the important thing is that the butterfly can only come out of the cocoon at night so then I give entrepreneurs the fuel as well as the knowledge of what to do when it is your night because in the night as a butterfly you cannot come out there's no sunshine to give your wings that energy so you can fly so during that time I tell you guys what to do and what you do even before that time so give us a listen and make everywhere you're with us making money then then let me ask you one last last question <laughs> You, yes. you have your mother. I listen to them cartel too, Neto. <laughs> if I have my mother listening to those things, sir. Are your mother of you? I listen to them. No, ma'am. She will call me when I was living in Kingston. You know, if the video released late or the song released late, and my mother catch on late, after I listen and get excited and ready to tell her now, she will go to me, Michael. You hear, I keep hearing about this new song. You hear this new song by so-and-so. Oh, wait. When you hear, oh, I heard it on the TV, I heard it on the radio. And her newest thing, she loves Shenzia. Much like myself. You know what? I think I need to end this interview. You are taking this. <laughs> you are one exciting girl. And, and I like I like the fact that neither you, yes, we all know what Cartel has been through. Yes, we know what the dancehall space is like, but exactly. what I appreciate about you and and your mom is that there is still a message there amidst all of what is surrounding it, and you all are able to take the message from it and apply it to your yeah. lives, and that's beautiful. Definitely. That's beautiful. 
Mikhail, thanks very much for spending all this time with us. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure my listeners will appreciate it too. Any parting shots, any motivational word out there coming officially from MG Motivations? Yes, the official chit-chat. Of course, I have parting and motivational words. I would like to leave a thought by Abraham Lincoln with all my listeners, including yourself, Damian, and those who are going to be tuning in online, as well as writing it to tell you, look, I'd like to hear your video. I want to say to them that good things come to those who wait, or good things will come, but only the things left behind by those who hustle. Let me say it again. Abraham Lincoln said it very well. Good things come, but only the things left behind by those who hustle. So, I'm going to break it down really quickly. So, the, the good things out there that you hear come to those who wait, and the good things that come, and people tell you be patient, and people tell you your time to shine soon come, and you must wait till you shine, and you forgot the ambition shine, all those nice little things. Remember, that those things that come and the things that you're working towards and things that gonna kind of come when you're hustling and when you're ready to shine, those things are the things that hustlers leave behind. So I want to encourage everybody out there, if you are working a full-time job, if you do not have a job, like myself, <laughs> go out there, look at your skills, and create your hustle. Because it is only in hustling you can build. And when we say hustle, and I talk about illegal now, please, I am saying go out there and use your skills to build, to make money, to even go out there and find out what are the different avenues you can seek out to make yourself a formidable entrepreneur or a formidable person in the market that you wish to serve. Don't forget, the very person who employed you started off hustling, started off turning hands to make fashion. There are very many people out there who start off from very small beginnings. But it's not your start that makes a difference. It is your end that really crowns you. So I want to leave that with my listeners today. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And I want you to stay motivated and reach out to me so I can help motivate you. MG yes. Motivations and The Writing yes. Lab. Mikhail yes. Graham, thank you so very much. It's been a pleasure. And we, we certainly look forward to continuing with you, even after the first steps in entrepreneurship program, because yes. you have shown that you can go beyond the skies. Thanks. Thank you so much, Damian. Business Jam. What a beautiful interview. You couldn't have asked for a better interview in terms of her story and what she had to share. So many gems, so many lifelong gems. You know, one of the things that jump out at me is, is how her mother would instill in her from early, early that you can't be sick for too long. Doctor give you five days, I give in your three. Once you're good with your three, you're good to go back out. And she has used that throughout her life in terms of coping with the disability. Mikhail, thank you very much. Truly appreciate it. So check her out. MG Motivations and, of course, the Writing Lab. Check out those businesses up and coming. And we've got to touch our cartel again, you know. She just shows you how much that it's about the message and not necessarily the messenger. So here goes a little touch of Vibes Cartel, Mikhail's song choice. Yeah, sharp that. They do the thing going on. <laughs> the whole of Portmore and the whole of St. James. Remember we, when we're gone, we live forever. Forever, forever, forever. Business jam. Salt Spring, we're not going under. I'll get on you, get your money longer. Ready, break, but it now works. Straight for the narrow now, make no wrong turn. Teddy, cheddar, money maker, any weather. Perry, treasure, dig it up, I'm with the leather. Teddy, cheddar, 
Ratchet a propeller Me house fee off Elevator not a leather Daddy say son Them a tell we say no better No they but I like that Blessing a forever Mummy say sonny No bother with the copper me, 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 me never listen but it never matter From you is a ghetto you Them a few as a shatter My badness And my mother prior make me die We not going under All ghetto you get your money longer Ready? Broke but it now works Straight from the narrow now make no ram good message as long as we do it the right way you know so there you have it folks and our first steps in entrepreneurship program is winding down yes but not quite there yet look out some more exciting interviews are there to come but we really feel good about bringing this to you. So cheers until next week. Business gems, we're out. Thank you for making it business gems. We hope you have found your gem for success. Feel free to email your suggestions and comments to yourspace.its at gmail.com. That is Y-O-U-R-S-P-A-C-E dot I-T-S at gmail.com. Business Gems, a production of White Cane Studios, a product of Inspired Training Solutions. The opening and closing music theme for the Business Gems, The Real Rock Rhythm, was performed by the Sound Dimension Band and produced by Cox and Darts for Studio One. Business Gems.